the Pacers, the NBA draft. For the first time in a while, I'm I'm hearing this was this was pretty well done. Pretty well done indeed. Did I say hello? Tony Katz, WIBC. Hey, what's going on? JMV joins us from 93.5-1075. The fan, Benedict Mathurian. Ben, as his friends call him. The pick from the Pacers. Sixth overall pick in the draft. Coming from Arizona. He's a wildcat. Me, Arizona State, a sun devil. I can't like him just on general principle. Talk to me about the pick. Talk to me about the opportunities the Pacers had, and how do you uh, rate this draft class? Yeah, hey, Tony, I think at number six, you were just going to either get one of the two guys from either Murray or Matherin in this case, and Murray had gone to Sacramento uh, back in pick number four. And, you know, I think Ivy was probably going to be in play. I'm just assuming that Detroit wanted Ivy, and to get up to Ivy, it was going to take too much. Detroit just didn't want that because ultimately – you saw that the Pacers and Kevin Pritchard sat back and just went ahead. And I, I do agree with this call at number six, um, taking Matherin because he's got, got a lot of bounce to his game, a lot of athleticism. Um, he can shoot it. Uh, he was described to me from Ryan Carr, the VP of player personnel last week at the Pacers, as a bulldog. There's somebody they, they really liked when they brought him in. And you bring up a great point at number six. People are happy with it, but this was something that they absolutely – had to get right. Like last year with Duarte, it looks like that they got that right. They absolutely had to get this right because, Tony, this was the first time they were up this high in the NBA draft lottery since 1989. And then when you look at the most recent history prior to Duarte, when they were drafting in the first round in the middle to maybe late teams, they whiffed on everything. These guys back then weren't even rotational players. You know, the TJ Leafs, the uh, the uh, Aaron Holidays, and still Goga, who's on the roster, is not even rotational. So they had to hit on this, and hopefully they do, but I think they went the right direction with Matherin. So talk to me about uh, how this uh, affects the lineup that we already have for the Pacers. Does this mean that certain guys are moving out? Some guys might have to change position. Do, where does this make us heavy? Where does this make us light? Well, Tony, you gave me I, – I started with the up of the draft last night. The down – of the draft last night is that the Pacers had talked about Kevin Pritchard specifically talked about being aggressive. And I mean, who knows how this goes down, but a lot of people thought that meant Malcolm Brogdon was going to get dealt last night in a deal. A lot of people thought that miles Turner would get dealt last night in a deal. And then ultimately, as we saw last night, neither um, got dealt. Both are still on this team. Now, speaking of half twos, Malcolm Brogdon, Tony's a half to because you've got all these guards certainly, and you've got uh, Tyrese Halliburton, who's going to take over the team. He's going to run the team. There's just no room. Even if you like Malcolm Brogdon, there's no room on this team for Malcolm Brogdon. And he's going to get dealt. A lot of people thought maybe the Knicks last night at 11, the Wizards at 10 would be a logical maybe landing spot for him. That didn't happen. Uh, Both he and Miles are still on the team. 50-50 miles this summer, whether or not he gets traded. But there is no doubt at some point Malcolm Brogdon's going to go someplace else, and this is going to become a very young team, which is exactly what the Pacers are looking for. Talking to JMV from 93.5-1075, the fan. You talk about young. The Pacers traded up to grab themselves the 48th overall pick and grabbed Kendall Brown out of Baylor, 19 and the prediction was this guy was going to go in the 30s. 
And then he drops to 48th, and it seems that this was a decision of, wait a second, that guy's still on the board? Like, they had the picks they knew they could get, the picks they wanted to get, and wish list picks. This seems like a wish list pick that people are pretty happy with. Yeah, it's what's weird. The first pick of the second round, Tony, they take guard Andrew Nemhard out of Gonzaga, who I liked in watching Gonzaga over the years. But that was kind of odd because normally with that pick or a second-round pick that early, you kind of go with the project guy. And that's what Kendall Brown is. He's, what, 18 years old, six foot eight, 19. Everybody says, yeah, 19, thank you, has a very high ceiling. Is how they describe it. He had a lot of buzz terms you heard in the draft. I said that high ceiling, high motor, uh, all that stuff. Um, that normally, I was surprised that didn't come earlier. So you could tell that maybe they thought, yeah, this guy is still here. We liked him. We brought him in. We worked him out. Let's give it a shot. So they made that particular deal to bring him in. And we'll see. I mean, he may not turn out to be anything, but normally in that round, especially Tony in that range, you are picking solely on what could be, what might be, that type of potential for a young player to see what he might materialize into. And that's exactly why they got Kendall Brown last night. So you expect some deals to get made. Um, You're mentioning Brogdon. You're mentioning Miles Turner. Uh, When should people start looking for that? Well, later on this summer, probably free agency starts one in a week, I think. Um, I'm not suggesting that the Pacers are going to be active, Tony, in free agency. They do have some assets to be active if they wanted to. It's weird. Before the draft, this was like uh, yesterday, day before yesterday, in fact, Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN reported that the Pacers were going to be okay with a complete rebuild. And what was odd to me is a complete rebuild means, all right, you're going to get rid of most of your roster of veterans and you're going to start like the Houston Rockets have done from the absolute bottom. So that to me would have made sense. If you wanted to trade up, you know, and trade these valued veteran assets to try to get up to get somebody in that elite four group, like a Bancaro or a Holmgren or a Smith or an Ivy. I know it's easier said than done as we're talking right here. That to me would dictate a complete rebuild. This was kind of just doing what we thought to me when they say, Mathurin can be, you know, a guy like uh, can can give you something that you need right now, can materialize into a player right now and also have a high bar, high ceiling later on in his career to help this team out. It was just kind of weird. It doesn't seem like it's going to be a complete rebuild, but I guess it's pretty damn close when it's all said and done. I think most Pacer people are happy right now. Is Rick Carlisle the guy, the coach for a rebuild team? It's a good question. I wondered, depends on the rebuild, Tony. Here's another question I have. Like fans tell me all the time, oh, yeah, you know what, three, four, five years, however long it takes, I'll be here, I'll hang around. Tony, they're not going to. They're not going to. If this team is a 25-win team like it was last year, again, this coming year, and again next year, you got to show some signs for this fan base. I'm sorry if I don't believe them right now. It's easy to say, yeah, I'll have patience. Yeah, I'll be here. I'll be here when they turn this thing around. I've wanted this rebuild for a long time, but I guarantee you being around here forever that they won't. They're not going to buy tickets. They're not going to watch it on TV. So this thing has to start. You have to show signs of production of, hey, this is what this can be further down the road sooner rather than later. Again, people go ahead and tell you that they're fine with patience right now, but that patience with this team has never really been the case, and it won't last. So they have to show signs, and we'll see what they do later on in the offseason to help hopefully expedite this whole rebuild process, which I think is necessary.